Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, we're going to answer the question, how will rising interest rate affect my investments? Joining us for this episode is Nicholas Rohde, a wealth advisor here at Gregory Ricks & Associates. We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 80. That is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 80. You know, one of the things that's also been impacting investors are bonds. You know, the seesaw there of interest rates moving up and bond values moving down. So, you know, bonds for the past 30 years have been in a different world where interest rates go have gone down for mm-hmm. the past few decades and so bond values were going up. So kind of like a bull run. Yeah. I think we have some reversal of that for the next couple years. I won't predict beyond that. Cuz I believe we're in a world where they're just not going to push interest rates up too much. Now, I'm on, on, on the side of I think the markets should control interest rates versus the Fed. Let the markets dictate the flow of that. And the market is going to want to push interest rates up. I can see how this looks here. So we're at 10-year treasury of 2.904. So we had a uh, 0.014 yield change. Here's where I I think normalization looks a lot better. And I think I I, I like to be in a world where we're kind of at a 3% 10-year treasury. I don't know where they push it to, but the Fed rate, they, they raised, but are they going to push it up a lot? No, because they might turn around and have to give it back because <laughs> if they don't get to some normalization. But in essence, you also, on 10 years, you have the market actually adjusting that from where it was recently. Other part of the conversation, let's see, where are we at? Let me just look at the one year there. We're kind of one year ago, we we're essentially at 1.64 and we're at uh, 2.9. So we're not far from having double that rate. Uh, if we looked at, say, August of last year, it was at 1.1 and now we're at 2.9. So if we look at three years, you know, three years ago, we were at a 2.54. So I, I like us being right there at about 3%. I don't know how much further up it will go, and it may go up some more. But once again, we're a leveraged world. Everybody mm-hmm. lives on borrowed money. You're, you, you leverage money to buy your house. You probably leverage some stuff with credit cards. And consumers built on borrowing short-term money as well. Oh, our government lives on borrowed money and they're not going to want to pay a lot of interest rates as well. So I you know, after World War II, pre-World War II, we were a society of we just pay for everything as we go. If you don't have the money, you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then we became a leveraged society after that with low interest rates. And I think that's part of where there is almost so much tolerance for the upside. 
of that. So with that said, you're, I, I believe, here's how I believe port, portfolios are best balanced from asset classes. I, I think you should hold some stocks knowing those things move around and, and they upset people because it, every couple years we get a 10% correction. Every decade we get a 20% or more correction. And sometimes, and it, it's not a lot, but we get a 30% or more correction in there. So what's problematic? I think it's problematic if you put all of your money in stocks. And stock selection can can be rough. You could be a big Disney fan, but they're off like 25% this year. Just they've kind of become a little unpopular of late. Netflix has been a tremendous investment the past decade, but lately it's taken a hit. Yeah, it's there. 2022, so, it's down 64%. So if you were building your own portfolio and doing stock buying, you know, you might say have 50 stocks, and if two of those are in there, yeah, ouch, that hurts hurt yeah. your portfolio. And, and one thing we find his, history also tells us, and that was uh, Hendrik Bessembinder. I believe he's a professor of finance, but he, he wrote this research piece a few years back, and basically do stocks outperform treasury bills. And, and, and what his research found is most stocks do not outperform 30-day treasuries. So, but his research also found that using indexes skews a higher return. So with that said, I lean towards that as, as a tremendous foundation and philosophy of, yeah, you shouldn't have all money in stocks. And, and if you're stock picking, are you going to be diversified enough? Have you picked the right ones? And do you have the momentum stocks, meaning what's in favor? Remember, everything rotates there. So are you going to be in a situation where you get hurt? And are you investing in a way that you are going to emotionally interrupt the compounding of your money? That worries me. So if you're going to make a disruptive decision, are you putting too much at risk? So the other thing is I like me some bonds, mm -hmm. but I also don't want to go buy individual bonds. I would rather use an institutional Portfolio. I'd prefer exchange-traded funds for efficiency to do that. But with that said, we know if interest rates move up, bond values don't. So what would we do in that situation? We would adjust bond holdings. Mm -hmm. Our institutional partners will have gone in and make made adjustments to have the bond portfolios less impacted by interest rates moving up. So when people are concerned about that, and we have people reaching out to us about that, and, and our guidance is, we've, we've already made those adjustments. Now, there's some other things we've probably made recommendations to that have not been followed, and they're, they're going to need to do that because existing clients may look a little bit different than new clients. And, and one is new clients, we also 
add tactical, quantitative tactical in the mix. And you want to define? Yeah, basically what we want to look at is data. We want to follow the data on where is the momentum of the market. And if we need to shift momentum because the data is showing there's a problem, we need that money to shift and go to what's working and what's in favor. Because what you mentioned about what's in favor, what drives the market, I kind of think of momentum like the wind. It might be gusting one way for a long time, but it will shift. And we want some money that has the capability to do that with us to get through these kind of issues where inflation has concerns, where you know stock market and interest rate interest with bond values have concerns. We need to have some money that can react to that as well. I, yeah, you, you said it very well there, and we want money to follow momentum and extreme mm-hmm. situations we and even for short periods some portion of that block can shift to cash correct as yes. it awaits where momentum is shifting to and we we like and and that's a great way to define it is we utilize a lot of data throughout every day all mm-hmm. day to give guidance on where that goes and 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 the neat thing about it is we we use data for fundamentals of why we use asset classes but we also want to use data which is is the modern capability it's kind of like yeah i don't want those nuclear machines taking pictures from my body and finding out what's wrong and running all these tests you know just you know listen to my heart and take my temp and use one of those x-rays that light me up and tell me what's wrong no, we want to use the most modern data technology that we have to help our money. And we also look at history to tell us what skews better returns. And the whole point is we're not doing something and forgetting about it. We're making adjustments as we go. Thanks to everyone for tuning into this week's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast. We'd like to give a big thank you to our guest, Nicholas Rohde, for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. And don't forget, we've got a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. If you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 80. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 80. Yeah, if you're needing help on something like investment planning, estate planning, you know, with the guided planning system that we do is uh, income planning, just start with a 15-minute conversation, 504-832-9200, gregoryricks.com. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Rickson Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. The guided planning system is our trademark system. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principle, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been attained from sources believed to be reliable. But the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Rickson Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained here and are the property of their respective owners, and no endorsements made by those owners of Gregory Rickson. Associates.
Associates has stated are implied. Craig Erickson Associates has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Craig Erickson Associates, WJ Blanchard Law, LLC, J. Heath & Co., and Mortgage Combo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.